0: This edition of Speaking Out with Jim Watkins is brought to you by FlatFeeForMeds.com. That's right. Lower prescriptions now with FlatFeeForMeds.com. Sign up and save. Well, you kind of have to ask yourself, you know, will the 2024 elections have integrity? That's the question that's on everybody's mind. And here to talk about that a little bit is Kevin Stockland. He is our resident senior investigative reporter on All Things Tech and uh, for the Epoch Times, one of my favorite online magazines and newspapers. Kevin, welcome back to Speaking Out with Jim Watkins. What can we anticipate? What's, what's, uh, What's simmering right now on the national stage with regard to elections and I understand that there is something that the Democratic Party is doing now involving the feds. It may not pass muster. Give us an uh, insight on what's going on.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the context of this, uh, our our election landscape has changed fundamentally since 2020. Um, You know, that we've changed election laws in in many states and all of virtually all of the swing states to allow for mass mail-in balloting, um, you know, ballot boxes, um, which, you know, people are saying is is conducive to uh, voter fraud. So so that's really the background to this. And all of that happened during COVID because it was a health emergency. uh, And we still, we don't have COVID, but we still have all of these looser laws in place. And they've also been fighting voter ID. They've been fighting signature checks and cleaning up voter rolls and all the things that are kind of standard to do to ensure election integrity. But the latest chapter in this uh, comes from a March 2021 Biden executive order number 14019. And what this does is it provides um, tax money, uh, unlimited tax money from the federal government, uh, working through federal agencies to go out into states And sign up voters. And the concern about this is that because um, this has become so political and because the executive is being run by the Democratic Party, that the voters that they will be registering in 2024 will be largely those voters who are likely to vote for Joe Biden or whoever's running on the Democratic ticket.
0: So basically, the feds provide funding to help you go out, get the vote, and you go out and you get the vote. But your emphasis is on signing up Democratic voters to help sway the election. And that sounds like it doesn't pass muster. How do they vet these people that they're signing up and make sure that they haven't already signed up or they haven't already registered? Or maybe they register with a middle name. What's the vetting process?
1: Well, exactly. So there's uh, several Freedom of Information Act requests that have been in court for the last two years and more demanding to know what are these federal agencies actually doing? How are they you know who are they signing up? They're also, uh, according to this executive order, going to be partnering with, um, private organizations. So we don't know who they m- may be, but the organizations that support this are groups like the ACLU, um, and, uh, Planned Parenthood and organizations like this. So one example is, um, you know the uh the um education department is now providing grants uh that universities will register students and also that students can take their work study grants and use that money to go canvas voters well we know that students are um you know heavily voting democrat and also they've been traditionally kind of the on-the-ground shock troops that go out and help register voters for the Democratic Party. So that's just one example about how now tax money is is being used.
0: So what kind of money we're talking about here? Do you know? Can you give us some idea on what kind of money we're talking about that's changing hands?
1: It's potentially unlimited. Um, You know, this is kind of a blank check that is out there for these agencies. And so, you know, um, other things that they've been doing is, um, you know, the Department of Agriculture, when they... um, distribute food stamps. They will be looking to register those voters. Um, other um, agencies that have been involved in this include um, Indian Health Services. So they're going to go out on the reservations whenever uh, people need uh, health care. They're going to be trying to register them there. Um, that's another segment that heavily votes Democrat. Um, even the Bureau of Prisons is going to apparently be out trying to uh, enlist um convicts who, who may be eligible to vote. So, um, you know, a lot of questions are coming up, but we're not getting any answers. And the uh, Biden uh, administration has been fighting tooth and nail not to release any information about this for more than two years.
0: That is amazing. You know, what how, should Republicans strategically be thinking, well, maybe we ought to get in on this action? And how would they do that?
1: Well, it's a great question. So the, the the advantages that the Democrats have here are, um, you know, first of all, I, I think a lot of these agencies are are populated by people who support uh, the Democratic Party, and um, you know, so they're probably going to lean towards registering voters that, um, you know, will vote that way. Also, just geographically, um, Democrat voters tend to be, you know, more around urban areas in the Northeast and, you know, on the West Coast. And so it's easier to go out and, and canvas them and reach them versus Republican voters, which tend to be more spread out, you know, throughout the, the heartland in the South and places like that. And thirdly, the uh, Democratic Party over the last couple decades has absolutely perfected um, a, a data collection machine. They have, Databases on close to 200 million uh, voters across the U.S. to know, you know, who, where they live, how they're likely to vote, how they could be convinced to vote for the Democratic Party. Um, and so they're just far ahead of the Republican Party in, in this respect, but they know where to target their efforts so that any get-out-the-vote campaign happens to happen in a district that's going to vote Democratic.
0: I was reading yesterday, it may have even been in the uh, Epoch Times, Kevin, that there is also a big effort to weaponize or, or at least empower a lot of PACs around the country. Uh, they, The federal government has put up of various websites that give you the tools you need. So if you want to set up a pack, a political, a political action committee, they can give you the tools to do that. And again, it's to the disadvantage of the Republicans for for whatever reason. Ronald McDaniel, who could be replaced by Kevin McCarthy any minute now. Apparently, what I'm hearing, uh, they they just don't seem to have their game on, and that's that's concerning to me. So.
1: No, the GOP seems to be about a decade behind on all this. And, you know, what we saw in 2020 was what's called Zuckerbucks. There was, uh, you know, $400 million that came from the Chan Zuckerberg Foundation. And then, you know, uh, hundreds of millions on top of that from Soros and other billionaires. But it went actually straight into not just buying TV ads, but actually going into um, state election systems. So they were mailing out, um, you know, requests for uh, absentee ballots they were funding ballot uh, boxes where people could just drop off ballots. They don't have to show up. There's no way to check whether there's ballot harvesting going on or who's filling out these these ballots or anything else. And so, um, you know, this... this went on heavily in 2020. Um, now, some states have passed laws banning private money going into the state election process, but uh, most of the swing states so far have not. Uh, most of the swing states have Democratic governors who are vetoing any sort of legislation on
0: this. Oh, man, it doesn't. It's, that, that sounds grim, Kevin. I'm telling you. Uh, while we have about a minute and 20 seconds, I want to talk to you about the last week's uh, hearings where you had Zuckerberg and various members of And they were all testifying before uh, a hearing. Uh, Is the government that concerned about child safety or is this is there a bigger picture here where the government is trying to get their tendrils into the Internet and control the flow of information? What's your take on that whole hearing and that whole uh, presentation?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really a double-edged sword. I mean, as a parent, you know, uh, this, so much of this is so unhealthy for children. But on the other hand, to invite the government in to regulate uh, social media when we've got Missouri versus Biden already charging that they're leaning on these social media companies to control narratives, that's worrisome, too.
0: Yeah. And I think with this uh, Putin interview with Tucker, that's I think that's got a lot of people nervous in Washington, the deep state. They're very concerned about what information and truly they want to be the gatekeepers of that. Um, Kevin, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. I I know that there's so much going on. Um, Is it true that Biden wants to expand the facial recognition surveillance program at our nation's airports? I'm hearing rumbles about him expanding this program.
1: Yeah, I mean, we are seeing this at airports, you know, this whole effort biometrics to basically have a an enormous database of, of facial recognition. Um, and we're seeing at airports when you go to check in for a flight, now you have to step in front of the camera and they take your picture. Now they tell you that this is voluntary, allegedly, um, but there's nothing about it that feels voluntary. You actually have to ask them. You have to say, I don't want my picture taken. I want you to just look at my passport and check it like you normally do. Um, so they are building an enormous database of facial recognition um, and for what I guess
0: we'll find out. All right well thanks a lot Kevin Kevin Stockland ladies and gentlemen from the Epic Times read his works stay informed we'll be back in just a moment.